I struggled uh, quite a bit uh, with this passage, not because this passage is difficult to understand, but because it was difficult to see what the message would be. I mean, that story is easy to understand. We understand what is going on in that family, but it is hard to really come up with a message. What message can we get from the story like this? What is morale of this story? What message can we get from Esau or Jacob? What do we learn from a man who would give up his birthright for a bowl of stew, no matter how hungry he might be? And what do we learn from a man who would take advantage of the vulnerable situation of his brother? He sold a bowl of stew to brother who was dying of hunger for his birthright. I don't think it was a fair deal. He was taking advantage of Esau. That was a difficulty that I went through in meditating on this passage. What is the message? But soon I realized that this story is our stories. These are the stories of survival. People struggle to survive. For the sake of survival, they will sacrifice almost anything. Survival becomes the priority. Survival becomes everything. And people struggle just to survive. What Jacob did was the same thing, survival. You know, to Jacob, life never came to him on a silver platter. In everything, he had to fight out. He was a competitive man. Even from his birth, he had to hold on to his brother's heel and then uh, not to uh, lose. He wanted to come out first. And everything for Jacob was a struggle. Even from the birth, it was a struggle. Nothing was given to him easily without his struggle. He always had to fight out to get what he wanted. To him, life was a struggle. Today's story shows well how life was a struggle for Jacob. He grew up in a dysfunctional family. His brother loved his, yeah, his father loved his brother Esau, probably because he was more fun to be with. He was a hunter, he was like a manly. Uh, so father liked uh, this uh, Esau because he goes out and then uh, hunts for the good stuff. And so the father loved Esau. But the mother, Rebecca, loved Jacob. This tells us a lot about this family. Very dysfunctional family. There was already a division in the family. In addition to natural sibling rivalry, there was favoritism 
of the parents. I don't think I will raise kids in that way. You know, father loves one kid and then mother loves another kid. What kind of family is that? It's a very, very uh, dysfunctional. The children, poorly, poor children, they were caught up in this dysfunctional family dynamics and they were caught up in the conflict and power struggle. It was more difficult to Jacob than to Esau because all the power was given to Esau, not to Jacob. Mother's love did not have much political power in the ancient society. But these days, mother's love. Mother has all the power. If the mother doesn't say yes, then nothing gets done. So any family who doesn't listen to mother, that family will not survive. But not like ancient society. All the political power was given to the father, and the father was the one who controlled everything. And father's love had a tremendous political power, and Esau had that power. And also, Esau enjoyed the privilege as a firstborn. Even though he was born just a few seconds earlier, he had all the privilege and rights as a first son of the birthright. Jacob had nothing. As the second son and the mama boy, he had no privilege, no entitlement, and no real power. In his struggle to survive, Jacob had only one way. And that only one way was the way to trick Esau. That's what he learned. He knew the birthright was nothing to Esau. Esau did not care about birthright. The scripture says that Esau despised the birthright. As a quiet boy, always staying home, he knew how to cook, so he used a cooking skill to lure Esau. When Esau came home from the field, starved to death, Jacob was cooking a stew. Esau asked for stew, and Jacob, using the opportunity, made a deal with Esau. He said, first, sell me your birthright. That was not fair. I mean, Esau was so hungry and a little bit foolish. He didn't care about birthright. So I'm hungry. I don't care. I'm dying of hunger. Well, why don't you just take the birthright? And then he took the stew. Jacob tricked Esau. As a powerless person, he tricked Esau to survive. Often, powerless people do that because that was the only way that they could survive. And this wasn't the last time Jacob used his trick to uh, trick Esau. When the father Isaac was on his deathbed, he pretended that he was Esau and got father's last blessing. That blessing only once he could give 
And Esau pretended that I am Esau. And then uh, Jacob, I mean, Jacob got the last blessing. And this time, the weak mother also was part of that plot. And the mother helped Jacob to get that blessing. For the powerless people, the trick is their only weapon. I think Israel was able to identify with, these, uh, with East, uh, Jacob because Israel was always surrounded by the superpower. Assyria, Babylon, Egypt, and all these superpowers, and the only way they could survive was to use tricks. And, that, and powerless people uh, do that. So I think uh, the, uh, the Israelites were able to identify with Jacob a lot. That was how they survived. But when you really look at the story very carefully, Jacob's trick did not do much help for uh, Jacob because the birthright included the, the power of inheritance. He could get um, uh, inheritance from the father, but because Esau was so angry that he wanted to kill Jacob, and Jacob had to flee away to his uncle Laban. So he didn't get any, anything by tricking uh, Esau, actually. He had the birthright, I mean, a verbal agreement, but in practicality, he didn't get anything. All his life, Jacob used tricks to survive. He even tricked his uncle Laban when he was in Haran. Trick was his name. He was a trickster. But Jacob's, when you look at Jacob's life as a whole, Jacob's life did not end as the trickster. He had to go beyond the struggle to survive. At the end of his life, he struggled with a strange man. This time, it was, not, it was not a struggle to survive. This time, it was a struggle to be blessed by God. He realized that blessing could not be attained by tricks. And at the end, he saw the angels of God, and he met the true living God, and he wanted to truly be blessed by God. He said to the stranger, I will not let you go unless you bless me. There he truly met God. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, For I have seen God face to face, and yet my life is preserved. That is a lesson that I learned. Jacob realized that God's blessing you cannot conquer, you cannot take by tricks. And then at the end, he really committed everything to God. You know, in our struggle to survive, sometimes we depend too much on our own power, on our resources, on our wisdom. And when we don't have those, we even use 
tricks to get our life going. When we don't have power, we even manipulate our situations. But true blessings cannot come from our manipulation. We have to go beyond our struggle to survive. We have to put our lives in God's hands. Into God's hands, we commit our life. We have to let go and let God. Jacob learned this through a hard lesson of his life. When Jacob met Esau for the last time, for many years they were separated. Jacob had to flee from home. For many years they were separate. And when Jacob had to come back home, he had to meet Esau. And Esau brought 400 men. He didn't come out to meet a brother, friendly brother. He came out to kill Jacob. He came out to start war with Jacob. But Jacob, somehow, he, he wrestled with God, and there he was changed. He, really, he didn't manipulate the situation, and he returned the blessings that God gave to him. Or he stole from Esau. He returned that blessing back to Esau. He realized that the blessings of life are not to conquer by tricks, but to share. Jacob went beyond his struggle to survive. Life is more than surviving. Life is to be celebrated by sharing our blessings. Right now, in uh, Israel, there's a huge conflict between Gaza Strip and Israel. Hundreds of people are dying. Rockets and bombs are going on. And Israel is planning to do land invasion, more casualty, more conflicts. I mean, this message teaches us something. Life is not only about fighting to get what you want. Blessing of God is not something you conquer by fighting out or by tricks. The true blessings of life is to share what we have with others. And that is a blessing. Korea is the only country right now which is divided north and south because of ideology. I hope that even in that land, they may learn the wisdom of sharing their blessings with each other. In our lives too, sometimes we are, in, in our struggle to survive, we even manipulate our situations and we fight out. But after we fight out so much, what we realize is that God's blessing is not something that you fight to get. 
only when you open your hands, open your fist, and then share life with each other. Then we experience the abundance of life. I hope that we can share what we have with others. If you have material resources, you share that. If you have a good heart, you share that. If you have love, you share that. By fighting out, only thing that we will see is a disaster. So I hope that we learn this lesson from the scripture and we live truly blessed life. Let us sing together. I'd like to invite you to sing together with all I am. This time, I'd like to invite all of us to pray for Israel right now. There are a lot of children and women, and a lot of people are very scared. Every day, they experience death near to them. Let us pray for them. So the God's peace may reign there. Also, let us pray for the world that we live. Sometimes around us, we have so many, so much greed and fight just to get what we want. Instead of learning to share with each other, we are competing with each other to get what we want. And we do a lot of violence and a lot of things that are not pleasing to God. So let us pray for the world that we live in so that we may learn the wisdom to share our blessings with each other and also pray for ourselves so that we may not easily absorb into the mentality of this world. Let us pray. <laughs> 